Hey, hey, hey. All right. So uh, we're going to we're going to hobble along here and do this today. I am Tasha Box. Today I wanted to talk about, which is a question that a lot of people have been asking me, that was a question I asked myself when I started is YMLM. And I'm talking to you right now um, in my office. I have a feeling my dog is going to be running in here, like barreling through the door. He's a Yorkie. He's 4.8 pounds. So when I say barreling, all you'll hear is like, you can hear like in past episodes, you can hear his little cling, cling, cling on his um, collar. But also it's spring break. So my son is yelling from downstairs because he likes to recite parts of shows. And just to make sure that I heard all of it, he'll say it two to three to 17 times. So all of that could be happening while we're talking. And so I just really let's, I'm not a professional person necessarily. Like I can turn it on and I can turn it off. But like when you're in my home, like this is just what it is. So I'm basically inviting you into my home. You're into my life. And the fact that you're here, like I'm just really, really grateful that you are. (laughs) So anyway, um, just like in past episodes, um, you can kind of go through them, listen to them, give me feedback. That's awesome. If you find value, if you find something that you want to share with somebody else, maybe you thought of somebody when you were listening to me, you know, talk about something in particular, or just thought of somebody in general, and you shared it with them, post it on social media, tag me at Tasha Box, T-A-W-S-H-A Box, and um, I will share it onto mine as well. I just love it when you're sharing it. And um, this is like the early stages. I've made a commitment to do an episode a day. So my background is in radio. So it's not crazy to do an episode a day. However, I had someone else to talk to (laughs) every single time. I wasn't like by myself. So this is a really big commitment. Plus, I'm just like talking and I'm sharing stories that come up. But also on every episode, I like to end it with some action items, some clear directives, just something that you can take with you and apply to your life if it's something that applies to your life. So I do want to offer you value. I don't want to just like talk and just kind of like have it be and you're like trying to make your way through, you know, to minute 22 on the elliptical, been there, and you have to cover it up with a towel. And here I am just talking about nothing. And you're like, oh my God, life is moving so slowly. So I want to provide as much value as I can. I hope to be interesting to you. And um, all feedback is good feedback. So I actually do like to hear what you have to say. So I just love for you to let me know what you think. And, um, you know, just even some additional things that you'd like to add on to it. I think it'd be pretty awesome uh, and stuff that you want me to talk about. So I really just kind of go through my life And before I go to record a new episode, I just think like, what's happening right now? Like what's most consistent in life? What's most consistent in my day? Because I really only have like 24 hours in between, not even 24 hours sometimes. And just to see like what's, you know, what keeps coming up. And so MLM and what's been happening with that is something that's been coming up a lot. And like for good reason, like for all of the good reasons. So I'll kind of explain like what I did yesterday and, um, you know, kind of like why I'm here. So quick backstory, just in case you haven't heard, I do have an intro episode, which you kind of get an idea of who I am, what my background is, and um, basically what got me to this point. But I spent 20 years, almost the entire 20 years, I was in morning radio. So I was a part of like a group cast, like there's just like a bunch of us talking. And so that's why this is a little bit more challenging for me because I'm not getting any feedback. I'm literally just like sitting here by myself. But I just imagine you out there. I imagine what you're doing. It's just like walking around or like you're on the treadmill just trying to like push it through or maybe you're driving around trying to find your way, hoping that you never have to get out of the car and go into the place that you're headed to, like whatever the case may be. That's why I imagine you all there. So it kind of feels like we're together. So 
Um, while that, while I was in radio, just kind of go back to that. While I was in radio, a lot of times, um, people would ask me questions and the questions that they had to ask me were not from the heart necessarily. They were to gain momentum on their end. That's a really crappy way of explaining it. Okay. So be, being on the morning radio, it's like one of the highest listened to time frames uh, or the highest listened to time frames on a radio station. So whether or not you're listening to satellite or like terrestrial radio, it's the most listened to because most of the people are in the car. Most of the people are like active doing something and they want some entertainment or they want to be part of somebody's life. So because of that many people listening, it is such a good opportunity to jump on that. And that's why like if a business is launching, they want to either be on or have somebody who is on the morning show talking about their business. It's just like how it works. Duh. Like if you are a bit like do it. If you're a business, like have someone talk about it and why not go to where the most people can hear it at one time. So that's that's a smart move. It's totally a smart move. But what happens is when people kind of like were getting into little businesses, I say little businesses because it doesn't mean like just like MLM as a whole. I mean, like these people legitimately looked at it as just kind of like a little business that they were doing. So I would get messages a lot about like, okay, I'm going to use this as an example. Like we have custom phone cases. Like I don't really, but you know what I mean? Like custom phone cases. I would love for you to just like share on your Instagram page or like on Facebook um, my post about my custom thing. Or I have invited you to an online party and um, you're just part of it. You're like part of the group. You didn't ask, but I just like added you to it. What their intention was, and this was not everybody, but this was the majority of people because I asked them specifically what their intention was. And it wasn't to get me to buy anything and it wasn't for me to get, for anyone to get me to buy in. It was so that I would talk about it and they could utilize my audience. Totally get it. That's what an influencer does. That's what um, someone who is an ambassador of a product or something like that, that's what they do. That's what they do, but they get paid to do it. So I eventually, when I heard from so many people who were like, they were selling, they were selling a certain product. Like there was just such a huge chunk of people who were selling one type of thing and then like a huge chunk of people selling a different kind of thing. I never questioned their passion or their like or their want for success. That was never in question. What I was completely turned off to is the fact that people would come at me in droves in order to use my audience, but with no intention. Like that's like after that, it wasn't to do any, like it wasn't for a purpose. And so that completely turned me off because I'm like, no, no, they just like, they're working from a transactional place. They just want people's money. And I'm like, that's where a pyramid scheme comes in. Like where you just do as little amount of work as you can for the most amount of money or for the most people to buy. Like you, you don't like put your heart and soul into it. Like you would a business that you were starting like on the corner of your like neighborhood. It's just people were like, this looks like something that could be simple. This looks like something that can make me money. I'm going to do this and I'm just going to make a lot of money and I'm going to eventually retire and everything's going to be good. Like life's going to be perfect. Well, we all know how that goes. (laughs) It doesn't. But that's the kind of approach that people would take with me. And I'd be like, and I am so annoying that (laughs) just in case you haven't (laughs) learned so far, I'm that annoying person that when someone says like, like this example that I'm doing, like, Hey, will you share my post about uh, custom phone cases? I'm like, ooh, custom phone cases. What makes you get into this business? 
And they're like, they're such awesome phone cases. I'm like, tell me why. They're like, oh, I was able to put a picture of my kids on it. And I'm like, stop it. That's so cute. Like what makes this different than me going online and getting a phone case with my uh, picture of my son on it? Crickets. Hey, are you still there? Crickets. Nothing. Nothing. I get no response when I'm like asking questions and I'm not doing it to be rude at all. I I genuinely want to know like, if I'm going to share it, if I'm going to like talk about it, then I definitely want to know what the reason is behind it. Then I'm thinking of a specific message that I got. They come back like a week to maybe a month later. Hey, did you get a chance to share my post? And I'm looking at my past message and I'm like, ooh. Like when you opened Facebook and you opened Messenger and you saw that the last thing that I asked you is, What makes this different from like going online and maybe ordering a case with the picture of my son on it? You ignored that. Like you didn't even address it. And you're asking me again to do something for you. Like you don't even, (laughs) I can hear myself saying it before I say it. Like you don't even care about me, (laughs) but you didn't like that person didn't care about me, my stance, what I wanted, my needs, like what filling a purpose that has not been filled I was just like, ugh. And then it would happen a lot. And this is 20 years of these messages. So whenever I would see or hear, like much to the detriment of so many amazing people who are doing things with purpose and love, whenever I would hear something come up or they would be like, would you want to try this? Or have you ever tried this? I immediately said, no. Nope. Nope. I'm good. No, I'm, nope. No, thank you. Nope. Like, and I would say it like that. That's rude. And I hear myself say it now and I'm like, I wish I could go back on it and be like, oh my God, I'm so happy that you're so passionate about it. That's not something that I'm looking for in my life right now. But like, tell me a little bit more. I want to know. That's what I should have done. But I was so like coming from a place of just like negativity that I didn't even allow that passion to come through because so many people didn't have the passion. So in my mind, that's what any sort of business that had to do with like direct sales, MLM, whatever, that's what... That's the kind of people that were there. And that was the that was the purpose for it. Like, it's just make money, make money, make money and have no, like, care behind it. Like, you don't care about me. And I feel like it's important to care about people, right? <laughs> oh, I don't know, because we're human. So I'd always grown up and, like, my mom never did this, but there would be a lot of people that were in our family or, like, around us who were looking for opportunities. And there was a lot of things that kind of made through, like there's super big companies, famous companies that are direct sales. And I feel like th- at that time, that's where they got the, like the um, the negative sort of reputation of being pyramid because so many people were pyramid. Like, like it was a pyramid scheme, plain and simple. It was a scheme. And it wasn't necessarily like the focus on the pyramid, but that's what people jumped to. And when I say people, that was me too. So <laughs> this is me coming from like negative place, naysayer, thinking it's crap, not believing in it. Why would anyone do it? Sacrificing your reputation, losing all of your friends on social media, losing all of your friends in real life, crushing your relationships with your family, all because you want to, um, you know, I don't know, sell custom phone cases. I'm actually... Um, pause for a second. I am actually not going to call out any like le- like legitimate or any sort of big type of company that offers business opportunities to like the normal person because I I don't know enough about any other 
company like I know about mine. I don't know enough about them. So number one, I don't think it's fair for me to be to call anyone out because that's just not fair. And number two, like I feel like it's a good chance. Like it's interesting if someone is passionate about something and someone is making a living at something or even just like their side hustle or they're like they're happy with it and they're proud of it. I don't care what it is. I don't care if it's like, you know, the one sock movement or whatever. (laughs) I just made that up. Like if you believe in it and you're passionate about it, there's absolutely zero reason why you shouldn't be doing it. Like you have to be doing that if that's where your heart is. You just have to. It's your it's your purpose in life. So I actually, I'll just stick with the custom phone case thing. There probably is one that allows custom phone cases, but I'm not thinking of what it is. So this isn't directed at anyone in particular. Um, and I also don't think it's cool to just like have someone think that, you know, when someone posts something cryptic on social media and part of that kind of applies to your life or you're kind of like in a place where you're just feeling a little bit vulnerable and it hits you hard and you're like, are they talking about me? Yeah, I don't want to have that situation here. So I'm actually going to stick with custom phone cases. So anyway, so the pyramid scheme type of thing is there's so many pyramid schemes because it's a scheme. Like they're asking for your money. They're asking for a big investment. They're asking for all of these things and you get maybe something in return, depending on if you follow all of these steps that are kind of unknown and not really, you're not really sure of. You just kind of like go hope for the best. I'm going to be a millionaire. Everything's going to be great. Yeah. You're already out like what? $30,000 or something. Yeah. It's bananas. So anyway, Getting to this point, this whole question of like why MLM is so um, when I was not in radio anymore, this was actually in the last nine months. So there was something that we were looking for. And this I'm actually not going to use this platform as a platform to share with you exactly what it is that we're doing. Like if you're interested in it and if you're interested in talking to me like let's connect I would love to I think it'd be awesome do I believe that this will change your life yes absolutely it will absolutely shift your life so in a time when Janice and I were trying to you know try to find our way we we needed something to physically be the massive energy shift in our life that would move us from the place we were to the place we needed to be um that the what was in the middle was something that we needed and that was the unknown And that unknown came with contacting a perfect stranger on Facebook and asking what it is that she had. That is something that I would have never done. Never. (laughs) I would have struggled my way all through the rest of my life before contacting somebody else about a quote unquote product that they were talking about. But Janice did. And she's like, are you okay if I meet with this person? And I was like, oh, cool. Like, can't wait. This will be great. Again, like this is my personality. So if anybody identifies with me, if anyone like right now, as you're listening to me, you're waiting for the other shoe to drop. Like you're waiting for me to say something where you're like, yep, she's back with me. We're on the negative bandwagon. None of this works. And it's a scheme. Like, do you feel my words right now? Yeah, I was, I was like that person. (laughs) You, right? Okay. So to say I was a skeptic of the entire industry is a massive understatement. To say that I was negative, also a massive understatement. Like, I was horrid, horrid. And I'm typically a nice person. Like, I can, I can read a room, not kind of, I definitely can. I can read a room, I can walk in, and I can meet people at their level. I always said that there was, I could sell anything. But I, that's, not a, that's not true. I was going to say I lied. I did. I can't sell anything because if I don't care about it, I cannot convince somebody else to even give it a shot at all. Like if you were to be like, 
Tasha, I want you to find 20 people to try this sauerkraut. I'd be like, bye. I am not telling anybody about sauerkraut. Hell no. I'm not doing it. I cannot convince somebody to do something that I myself wouldn't do. Hasn't worked for me. I don't like. Like, I just can't. So um, Janice was like, let's meet with this person. And so she was in a really, really dark place. And that's like getting serious for a second. Like she was in a super dark place where she wouldn't even get out of bed. So we're running a business at home. We're building websites, doing graphic design, working for pretty big clients, like full on, like if you are out at like music festivals or I don't know, alive, you would know of these companies. Like we had some pretty great clients. We could not get the work done at all. We could not like we could. It was nap time every day at one thirty. But the thing is, is that I would try to drive as far as like like hustle, like grind, so hard. Like, and I would try to do our business, and I was like, okay, I have to do this part of it. And then now Janice will not get out of bed, and I couldn't get her out of bed. It wasn't one of those things where it was like, hey, lazy bones, get up. It wasn't that at all. It was full on like, I was worried. I was really worried. And her background, just to, I mean, she's given me permission to like speak on her story. But like she's for a really, really long time, she's lived in a dark place and it goes in waves. And um, I mean, I use dark place because I don't want to, you know, make any medical claims here, but you know what I'm saying? And she couldn't get out of bed. Um, it just a lot of things just weren't worth it for her at all. Like getting up wasn't worth it. Working wasn't worth it. Earning money, losing money. It didn't even matter. Just like nothing mattered. Um, and so I was like, God, like, what do we do? You know, I, I, I don't know what to do. I can't fix it. Like, I can't be like, get up, get up. My words, they didn't matter. They can't change, you know, your chemistry in your brain. So I was like, I, this, this could be it, you know? And, um, that was hard. <laughs> so she said that she was going to like meet with this one person who had this product. And immediately I was just like, in my mind, never out loud. I was just like, you're not even taking this seriously. Like you're not even taking the situation that you're in seriously. You're going to meet with some schmo who has a something who will tell you to do whatever with it. You know, eat it, drink it, take it. I don't know. Um, at the time I didn't know. And the person's going to claim that it's going to be a fix. And um, like really honestly, insert anybody you've ever talked to about a like business opportunity. And that's what I thought. And um, so Janice, because she was in the place that she was in, she's like, don't, I canceled on her. I totally canceled. And I was like, well, I mean, okay, this is where like responsible Tasha comes in. I'm like, yeah, you made a commitment. So you need to go. Thankfully, the person that she was meeting with is like freaking angel in disguise. I know this now. And she rescheduled and she's like, cool, then I'll meet you at this time. So we go. I take my laptop with me and I was like, I sat down and I, I don't, I don't even know how to explain how I am. Like, like I said, I can read a room. I went in there and I didn't want her to think that I was being rude, but at the same time, I wasn't super interested in what she had to say. So when I sat down and I brought my laptop, I was like, just so you know, I have this deadline for a project. And I did that. Um, I do need to complete tonight. So are you at all offended if I am working on it while we're talking? She said, no, not at all. I was like, awesome. Okay, cool. Well, Janice was not having the conversation with this person um, because that's not who she was. I like speak on our behalf 
And, um, or I used to. And um, so I was chatting with this person and not really investing in the first part of the conversation because of my preconceived notions and everybody in the past. So we had this conversation, we were talking. Um, eventually, I closed my computer and I started chatting with her. And what I was noticing is that she was asking us questions and she was invested in us and she was remembering things we had talked about from right when we sat down. And not once was she talking to us about like, do I have an opportunity for you or this will change you or the, here's the fix if you're looking for one. I mean, like insert anything anyone's ever like completely like word vomited on you in the past because they're just looking for you to buy it. That's all they're looking for is for you to buy it from them. And I was like, this feels different. You know, this feels weird. Like I can sense her love of this. I can sense her passion. And it took me back to the time when I was like, you know, hey, tell me about, um, you know, how I can print, how is your product different that I could print my son's picture on my phone case versus going online and doing it? Side note, I'm super proud that I came up with a different example in the middle of it because the example that I have that was like the real life example is so freaking easy to describe, that, like the difference between the two of it. But um, but I don't want to call this person out. So anyway, <laughs> that was just like a self pat on the back. Anyway, so it was one of those, I could feel her passion. And so then I said like, what makes you do this every day? Like what what drives you? And she's like, honestly, the stories. And so she started telling me stories of people that she knew, not like those, you know how you see on like Facebook and stuff, people will post like a um, side-by-side photo or uh, um, results, something, whatever it is, or I I don't know, whatever, whatever it is they're trying to do. And it's this person, (laughs) you have no idea who this person is. It's just like someone that's like six weeks later or um, span of three months. And you're like, who is this person? And if you wrote to them, you were like, who is this person? They'd be like, oh, it's some someone that um, the company gave me. But you know, like in a lot of businesses, there are several people who are on your social media that you're connected with on social media who are doing the same type of business. And so you see the same picture of this random person over and over again. And you're like, number one, those are great results. Like, I'm all about those results. But number two, like, how come all of you guys are posting this picture of this one person? I don't understand it. Do you know this person? Like, where did this person come from? So when I was talking to our our person that we were meeting with, I was like, well, tell me who this person is. She's like, oh, yeah. So she'd show us pictures of them with her. (laughs) And she'd share stories about them with her. And I was like, oh, these are real people. And she's like, well, yeah, yes, these are real people. And she's like, so-and-so lives here. And this is what they're, you know, blah, blah, blah. and so-and-so. It was like, you know, like a friend. Like, hey, you know, we like went to summer camp together. They live in New Jersey. And um, they met when they were in high school or, you know, middle school. And then they went to camp together. And they eventually got married. Like, well, how cool is that? Yeah, we went to camp together every summer. What? By the way, that's a real life story. <laughs> it has nothing to do with MLM, but that's a real life story of Meg and Jim, and it's so sweet. Anyway, um, so it's kind of like referencing that. Like she knew these people, they weren't in her life before she started with this company, but they're in her life now and very much in her life, like deep seated in her life, like the care, birthdays, you know, big moments, you know, events, 
trainings, that kind of stuff. Like they're, they're definitely invested in each other's lives. So I was like, oh, okay, that's different. Not saying that out loud because I don't want, it's like, I feel like when you go to a car lot, (laughs) you don't say anything out loud because you don't want them to be onto you. Like I will not tell them that I'm in love with this car and that I won't act like a girl on a car lot and tell them that I'm super in love with this interior because I've always dreamed of this interior because then they're going to hear me and they're going to think I'm an idiot. Like it was that type of situation that I was thinking. I was like, oh, I don't want her to know that I think that she's actually pretty cool. And so we were chatting, chatting more. Literally four hours later, she goes, oh my gosh, we should probably talk about this. And so we started talking about the reason why we were there and the whole reason we met. Janice had already told this person her story. And so she was up to date on what was happening. She'd asked us like specific questions like, you know, like, tell me your story, like what, whatever. But it never went back to like what her benefit would be. Like never at one time where I was, was I like, yep, she's in it for the money. And then anytime something would come up, she's like, oh my God, that would sound so fun. Ask us questions. We do the same thing. Anyway, it was like this surreal moment. Cause it was like, what? She actually cares. She's a human being. This is weird. She knows people that she's talking about. That's also weird. Like is this really something that's like an MLM type of thing? Or is this like a legitimate business? Like it was like she owned a boutique downtown. It's what, that's exactly what it is. She owned a boutique downtown and it was the people that had come through there that had worked there. And she was telling us about them. That's exactly what the feeling was. Like I could just reach out and touch these people. And she offered, she's like, if you ever want to talk to them, I can connect you. Wow. Okay, great. That's okay. So you're like not BSing me. So um, you know, we ended up getting into like, I'm just going to fast forward through this whole part. Um, we ended up starting at the very beginning. I didn't know anything about this industry other than what my judgment was. And so that's fun. That's a super fun place to start. So as I'm getting into it, all I'm doing is talking about how I don't want to lose friends on Facebook or, you know, whatever, like I've already built such a strong connection and a relationship with people. And I've done it in a way that, you know, go back to my even intro episode is that I did it in a way that I truly connected with people because I had been through what they'd been through. I knew what was going on in their life. Like I, I, I felt part of their, their journey and I didn't want to lose that coming across as someone who's like hawking products on social media. And so that was a big thing. That was like, listen, I don't want to lose friends. So I actually probably won't post on social media at all. And she goes, you do your business how you want to do your business. Like that, that's completely up to you. Um, we will provide support. We're a great community. We will provide training. Um, anybody you want to talk to, we have that for you, but you get to decide. And again, I was like, you're like literally peeling away the layers of negativity on me. And she meant it. And not once have I questioned that intention. Not once. It's been nine months. Not once. That's kind of a big deal. (laughs) So um, in the meantime, like right after we started when I was saying like, I'm not going to lose people on Facebook or or Instagram, this is kind of like where the pyramid part comes in and the MLM part comes in that really set things into a different perspective for me. And I will come at this like when this is like when I just kind of like bring this to a close, I am going to give you eight advantages. Eight is fortune, right? Eight advantages of being part of an MLM. It doesn't have to be the one that I'm part. It doesn't have to be the part of the business that I'm part of. It can be any business that you're feeling passionate about. But I want to list these out for you to give you something to consider um, as I just share this. And this isn't something like when I'm trying to do this 
all of each of these episodes and something new every single day, it isn't for the benefit of my business. I'm challenging myself to put myself out there. I'm challenging myself to be an open um, storyteller, to share my life, and also to do something that makes me really uncomfortable. Like I'm, I'm massively uncomfortable right now. If you don't know, my palms are all sweaty. I'm just sitting here just talking to you, but it's more important to me to share my heart and share the things that I have learned and the experiences that I've been through than it is to sit here and worry about my sweaty palms. So I'm going to keep moving on. So I don't have to think about it. Okay, great. So, um, I will share the advantages, but when we began and I was so wrapped up and not losing friends in it, I was sitting down with my stepdad and my stepdad is someone who has been part of a few companies and, you know, he's done well, he's done side hustles, he's done not well, he's, you know, done all of the things. And, um, I was like, God, I just, the whole idea of it though, it just really turns me off because, and then I go into the whole story and telling him like bringing back up again, it doesn't need to be brought back up, but that's how I was thinking at the time. Like all of those stories that I have already shared with you about, you know, messages and the attention and not having passion behind it. And he goes, okay, I mean, I hear you and I want you to think of it this way. If you're working for a company per se, like if you're working for like, let's say Costco, if you're working for Costco and he used, he used a local store, so I'm not going to say local just because I don't know where you're listening, but um, let's say Costco. If you're working for Costco, Costco has a CEO and then under the CEO is a management team, you know, and it's kind of like spreading out and under the management team are employees and under the employees are whomever, you know, comes in, whether they're the seasonal workers, they're, you know, someone who's whatever. I, I mean, I don't know technically the structure of it, which is why I'm kind of making it up right now. But you, you see how it works. It's like there's one person at the top. It spans down into however many people then it span. You know, each of those has kind of a leg, you know, it's just kind of like a family tree. And so then he's like, but then on top of that, you pay dues to be able to shop at Costco. Every year you pay dues, you have a card. So it's like your VIP card to get in and then you can get whatever you want and you get whatever you want at the at a great price and in bulk and you know, you, you reap the rewards, like you get the benefits once you're in there. But when you're paying the that card, the money's gonna go somewhere. And then, you know, the CEO did, gets however much money the company makes, you know, they figure out how that's going to work. And then the management team gets paid based on what the CEO or, or, you know, the, the financial person. (laughs) Wow. This is why I'm doing this because I cannot start my own business on my own. Um, you know, they determine their pay and then under management, there's a certain cap or there's a certain amount of pay. And then under that, the employees, you get a certain amount of pay. It's pretty typical. Like, you know, you typically get paid max this. You can get bonus on this or you can get a little extra overtime on this. But for the most part, there's very general pay. You know, you kind of figure it out. And as you get higher and higher up in the ranks, you're going to get more money. That's how Costco, say, works. It's also how a school system works. There's the superintendent. There's, you know, the people that are on the board. There's, you know, it kind of goes down all the way to, you know, teachers and then um, teachers assistants and then just aides. So all of the people that are part of it, it's a family tree or it's also a pyramid. (laughs) And so when my stepdad was telling me this, I was like, wondering where he was going. I was like, this is so great. Like, I love that, you know, the structure of a business, but that's not what I asked. And so in the end, he said, it's all a pyramid. 
And I was like, are you freaking kidding me here? Like my mind was blown. I was like, business structures are structured in a pyramid or like a family tree. There's going to be someone who is the head of something. And so I was like, ah, I see. (laughs) I see what we're doing here. Thank you. And so he's like, you can look at it one way or another. You can look at it from that negative perspective that you have, or you can actually look at it as you're running a business. There's a CEO, there's management, there's whatever. But what's great about this is that should you do it correctly, which means from the heart, with passion, from a good place, not transactional, relationship-based, you know, all of those things, should you be doing that in the right way, you can place yourself as the CEO and you get to do that. But what's even better is that anybody that you share this with who also wants to make it a business and who is has a strong desire and it's the, you know their why, their reason for doing this is so much bigger than you know fear or what will people think of me or whatever, they become the CEO. Like it just keeps breaking off, breaking off. So it isn't one pyramid, one family tree, one shape. It isn't that at all. It's like all things. It's like, you know, when you see like a picture of the earth and it's all dark and all the lights go on, like on sci-fi movies, (laughs) I just geeked out and all the lights go on. That's how I see it. It just goes, it just goes and it goes and it goes. And what's even cooler is the, what you hear back from the people's lives you've impacted. Just, by, just because you weren't afraid to say something or you didn't worry about judgment, the person got to experience whatever it is that you're sharing with them and they got to come back to you and give you a synopsis of their positive experience. In our case, I'm in tears every day (laughs) because it's just so cool. So what I saw is like, oh, people just kind of provide a mask for things and a cover up and it doesn't work. Um, What, you know, we had to find something that did, that from the inside out literally shifted. Janice got out of bed. It was our job. It was our mission. We had to share this with people. There was absolutely no other choice after that. So much so that I was willing to do this and fight against all of my negativity, all of my naysayer qualities, like literally everything that was holding me back. What had happened in our life was more powerful of a force, I guess, to move us forward into doing this business than the negative sort of section of conversation that I was having with my stepdad about not posting on social media because I didn't want to lose friends. What I didn't realize is that I have the opportunity to do it in a way that is attractive rather than a way that is repelling. And then I was like, this isn't half bad because I get to share something that I feel is my mission. Like I, I did talk about how, where I feel like what it is that I'm doing and in, in wanting to change so many lives. Like that's, I was, I was born to do it. Like that's my purpose. My purpose is to impact people's lives, but I selfishly want to see it happen. So in, in episode one, when I was talking about my intro, I kind of walked through what that moment was that I was realizing it and what that woman's face, like what her situation did to me in order to jumpstart this process. And then what got me back to it literally like less than a week ago, realizing what my purpose was. So had I been so turned off to the idea of MLM because of what I'd been taught 
in the past, then I wouldn't be where I am now. And this was like yesterday I was test driving a car that changing people's lives full time has earned me. Like I legitimately am living out my dream, my passion of changing lives. And as a result, I have it as a career. (laughs) What? That's real? It's just so freaking cool. So, you know, when you look at like we, you, me, let's talk about me um, because I'm not going to place this on you as you're listening. But when I look at like how I used to think, it's like if you've always dated someone and they've always been the same personality, like say they've like, let's go there. Say they've always cheated on you. Like dated someone, they cheated on me. Like, fine, I found somebody else. I think I'm in a better place. They freaking cheated on me. No, I'm not. I'm cutting people out. Like, I'm not dating anymore. I'm not ever going to get married. I'm going to be by myself because I'm an independent woman, like, or a guy, or like, whatever. Okay. Oh, I found someone. I fell in love with them. Like, okay, this one's going to work and they freaking cheat. They cheat. That's three people in a row they cheat. You know what that means? That means that all of you are cheaters. Well, we know that that's not true. And that's how I felt about MLMs. Like I generalized the entire industry based on the situations or the experiences that I had had in the past. And I did not even allow myself to shift, to pivot a little bit and look at maybe a way someone else is doing it that actually matters. So you look about going into like, say you're, you um, want to get a franchise of something. Like no one's accusing anybody at Subway of trying to capitalize on my hunger. You're trying to capitalize on my hunger. You're trying to sell me uh, an entire sub sandwich and you're also giving me the option to choose of two sizes? How dare you? How dare you? You invested in this place. You're feeding me when I'm telling you I need it and I'm fulfilled. I feel satisfied afterwards. What a schmuck. (laughs) No one's saying that. (laughs) Like... So that's the same type of thing. So if you're living your passion, then what's wrong with it? By the way, this entire thing was basically a conversation to myself that I had to, I had with myself in order to get me to a better place and understanding of why MLM? Because it freaking rocks. It's a freaking great opportunity. Every time I say freaking, I want to drop the like massive F-bomb, but I don't know if we're ready for that yet. So that's that's why like why was I so closed off to it I don't know because I saw things differently so I have eight advantages to having to becoming part of a business that is traditionally categorized as an MLM multi-level marketing right multi-level multi-level everything's multi-level Unless, unless the CEO is doing all of the work and that's the only person you talk to, first of all, it's going to be the smallest business ever. And second of all, okay, not going to happen. <laughs> if anybody wants to like impact more lives, you got to go big. You got to be big. You cannot impact everybody's life if you play small. There's absolutely no way. If we didn't build a team, and by the way, I, like I don't feel like when I say we built a team, people were attracted to what we were doing and us. We didn't go out and recruit anybody. Hell no. I will not recruit anybody. Because why? Because a man convinced is still a man unconvinced. A man or a woman unconvinced is still a man or a woman left unconvinced. So why would I go find somebody? 
No, I want to find someone who has an experience, who believes in this, who can't help but shout their amazing experience and their shift in life from the freaking rooftops. Like they have to tell other people, do I want you on our team? Oh, hell yes. Hell yes. Why? Because your mission is the same as our mission, which is to change as many lives as we can in the shortest amount of time. The shortest amount of time is our life. We have no idea what's going to happen tomorrow. I could only have today to post this episode, go change lives. I don't know. I have no idea, but I get to do this. So my eight things that it, my eight advantages to having an or being part of an MLM. Number one, you can work from anywhere. All you need is Wi-Fi and some focus. That's it. Work from anywhere. Number two, there is a small amount of startup risk. You don't have to find a location. You don't have to be in like a brick and mortar. You don't have to pay for, you know, pay for Wi-Fi, you know, all of the, you know, air, all of that kind of stuff. You don't have to do any of that kind of stuff. Get a laptop or just use your phone. Like small, small risk. Also, if you're part of a company who is, um, you know, like ours, you actually have to invest so very little because the community is here to support you. And the whole idea behind it is that you're not in, you're not at a deficit. You're always sharing from a positive place. So um, number three, high quality products. This is something that I failed to see until now is that a lot of times what these products are from MLMs are the highest quality and the best quality products. And the way that it's being tested is quite literally, it's being structured as the business that it is. Can you imagine if you had a crappy product and you tried to get it to where every, all of your product needed to be shared by word of mouth? So I'm going to, like, I'll use our product in general. Like, I mean, I don't need to share it with you right now because I don't want this to come across as a pitch. But so our product is literally the highest grade product you could find in the entire world. The entire world, there's nothing like it. We are literally years ahead of technology, years. But people don't know it until they try it. But if this company wasn't as solid and as impactful and didn't work the way that it did, there is absolutely no way that this company could grow at the rate that it's growing with the most positive impact that it's growing with if it was crap. Because that means that every human being who signs on to have it be a business, they're relying on that human being to give it a positive experience and to talk about it if it's crap. No, that's like walking out into into the middle of the street naked and hope that every single person has a positive experience. Like that's what companies are doing when they're like of a multi-level marketing company, when they're having people come on in businesses. This is how I see it is that they're exposing everything and relying on other people's judgment um, reaction experience, relying on that to spread the word. It has to be a quality product in order for it to do well. It has to be. So those quality products are definitely going to be found in in, um, in several uh, companies like this. Number four is residual income. This isn't like you show up and you get all the results. Let's not get it twisted. Like the amount of work you put into it is the amount of work you're going to get out of it. If it's a side hustle and you're doing it part-time, you're going to get side hustle money and you're going to get part-time money. Just how it is. That's awesome. Like there is no shame in that. But if you're going to put in full-time and you're really going to share it at a high level and you're going to do it at a place where you come from a place of passion and you can't stop and you do it from a very genuine and authentic place, that residual income will come at you tenfold. Like this is like, it could cover, I don't know, baseball camp or summer camp or even like spring break, give you something to do on spring break for your kids. 
Like you didn't have to pay for that on your own. You got to pay for it out of your business. Or you can pay for your house. Literally a house. Like I just, I know plenty of people who are at all of those levels. It just, it is what it is. But that residual income will come at you. It will definitely come at you. It's pretty crazy actually. Um, Number five is as you know, this kind of like piggybacking, no cap on your income. It is. If you put in the work and you put in the time and you put in the effort, no one tells you uh, you can actually only make this amount. Sorry. Ooh, I'm going to cut you off at your hours. Or, ooh, you've gone a little bit over. You got to take the rest of the week off. Uh uh-uh. uh. You keep working, you're going to keep earning. You just will. It's just, and then like the energy flow, like there is no cap on what you can make as long as you continue to work on yourself, believe in yourself and really get trained and just get right. Like stay plugged in. That's what I would say to your company. Number six is you don't have to hire staff. You don't have to interview anybody. You don't have to pay anybody. You don't have to worry about their their taxes or their healthcare or dental insurance or whatever. You don't have to worry about that kind of stuff. If someone else wants to make it their business, absolutely work together, but they take care of their own finances. You take care of your own finances. You don't have to worry about any of that. Number seven, no inventory. Most times... You don't have to have all of the inventory. (laughs) When I say most times, it better be all. Because if you're going into business in a company that requires you to have all the inventory, you're the CEO. Uh, I don't think you, (laughs) I don't want that responsibility. (laughs) So you don't have to have all of the inventory. People order from a link that you have. People order from your website. People order from, you know, something that that gets you to the distribution place. Like it's just like drop shipping, really. Amazon does it? It's just like that. You know what I mean? Like people, you give them a specific website or a specific link of yours so you can get credit for it. Is it shameful? Hell no. No. You're earning a living doing something you feel passionately about. We could all wish to be you. Like that's the real deal. And number eight, you get to live your passion and your life's purpose. When you're doing something that's not just like you know, whatever, just like random post-it notes. Let's just see how this pans out. No, when you're doing something and you it drives you every day, you're excited to wake up because this is going to drive you that day. It speaks to your heart. It speaks to your passion. You're doing what you need to do. So the top eight list, you can work from anywhere. There's a small startup risk. There are high quality products involved. You receive residual income. There is no cap on your income. You don't have to hire a staff. You do not have to carry all the inventory and you're living your passion and your life's purpose. That's why MLM. And I just thought I'd a little, I'd explain because I feel like that's important. Um, Cause I asked myself at the very beginning, why in the hell am I doing this? Now I'm like, oh my God, I can't wait for another day. Thank you so much for listening. This one went a little bit longer than the, the ones before. I hope you got some value out of this. I would love to hear your feedback and thank you so much for your time and for just being you, honestly. Thanks.